Wellspring, matters of the heart in relationships. There is that one moment in life as a young person when the pangs of love grip you and your heart burns with love. At times you struggle with your relationship. You are vexed with what the future holds. What is the word of God to say concerning the matters of the heart in relationships? Join Reverend Nomatuturu on a weekly podcast as he shares practical lessons and a personal experience on love. Build a solid foundation for your love life according to the word of God, which is our light and lamp. Let's dive right in. Like a dove, when I found you, I found love. Every Monday is always an exciting day for the Wellspring team as we look forward to such great teachings that we deliver every Monday and without fail. We want to thank God for his enabling power and his enabling grace for us to continue to minister to our dear listeners. Allow me to pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you today that you are a good God. You are a faithful God. We bless your name. We thank you for your loving kindness and your mercies. In Jesus' name, amen. Last week, we looked at the first category of working in agreement, where we looked at Christian values, where we focused on doctrinal matters, the vision, the importance of having a vision as a young man, also the roles of husband and wife according to the word of God. And we believe that as we see the importance and of discussing and uh, deliberating on those issues as young people in a love relationship, that we believe, talk about those things, they will help you in the future, they will help you make informed decisions. Today, we want to look at working in agreement on domestic matters. Once again, allow me to go to the word of God, which is our plumb line. Our bishop always says that the word of God must be your plumb line, you know. So it's important that even as we we build foundations for our love relationships, the word of God must be our guide. The word of God must be our director. The word of God must show us and direct us the paths in which we should walk on. The first thing about domestic matters is you have to come to agreement in terms of where you stay, which side of town. By this time, I believe that you know how much you can afford. Do you want to go to high density or low density or medium or out of the country, you know, or in the region, within the region or internationally? Or if you are professionals, talk about your prospects of going out of the country after the wedding, you know. Don't shock each other to say that, you know what, after the wedding, that's when you say, no, when we were, we started our love relationship, I'd already applied for a visa to Canada, to the UK, to the States, to Germany, and you're like shocking your other partner. It's important to discuss those things while the relationship is still at that stage. So it's important that you know what, discuss about where you will stay. 
discuss about it, you know. Why it's important to discuss these issues is because we all have expectations and you are better off talking about those things rather than wait up until after the wedding. And the guy says, uh, you know, I can only afford to stay in a peri-urban area. Or you start saying that in our culture, a wife stays in the rural areas first as part of the, you know, as part of the wedding ceremony and so forth. For six weeks, you have to go and stay in the rural areas. So to acquaint yourself with our family traditions and so forth, don't shock each other. Talk about those things. Where are you going to stay? Where are you going to uh, to circle as a family, no shocking news, please. It's very important that you discuss about where you will stay. It's very important to talk about those things. That's why even when Ruth spoke to Naomi, she clearly said, where you will stay, I will stay. Your people shall be my people. Where you go, I will go. So that's why insight from that scripture tells you that it's important to talk about those things. The second issue under domestic matters is the issue of tribal inclination. You can both be Christians, but from different tribes, different cultures, and so forth. But what is important is to know that when we are Christians, our Christianity should override our tribal backgrounds. Most of the things that are done tribally or in our cultures, they bring problems if they are contrary to the word of God. But if it's not contrary, then there are no issues. For instance, uh, in other cultures, when you begin to have your babies or when you have a baby, the elders want the umbilical cord. When it drops off, when it has dried and dropped off, they say, bring that piece of the umbilical cord. To, we want to dedicate it to the ancestors. But we know as Christians, we must not compromise that when we dedicate our children to the Lord, it's enough. So what guides you as believers is the word of God. It's the word of God that should guide you as believers. You know, you know that whatever uh, cultural practice is done, if it's contrary to the word of God, then you are offline, you are off tangent as a Christian. For instance, in my culture, whenever, where I come from, whenever there's a function like a wedding, there's a, 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 a funeral and so forth, there, there's a brewing of beer. So talking to ancestors and so forth. My family from the onset, they knew. I remember my dad, when I got married, my dad told his family to say, with Noma, we don't do this. She is a Christian. She does not believe in this thing. So it's important to make your stand to be, uh, to, to make your stand as a Christian, to, to, to be solid, not to compromise on the word of God. So it's important to stand by the word of God as a Christian. So if your, your cultures are different. Whatever things that are done, you must ask yourself, what does the word of God say? It's very important. So what we are saying here on tribal inclinations is that, in a nutshell, is that let's be straightforward as believers. Let's be straightforward as Christians because if we compromise today because we want to get married, if we compromise today because we want to be accepted, what it means is at the end of the day, you it will be difficult for you to minister to your relatives because they will say, ah, what can you tell us because you did this and that and that we thought it's you who are christian so we don't want to do things that will later on uh, work against us as we want to preach the gospel to our relatives so 
Look at all practices that are done. When there are funerals, for instance, when there are weddings, for instance, when there are parties, when a baby is born, you know, check on the spiritual connotations of whatever practice is being done in a family. It's very, very important. The third thing on domestic matters is the issue of uh, the health status. You know, there is a reality nowadays of uh, HIV and AIDS and there's a reality of some, you know, some uh, health conditions, health challenges. It's important when it comes to issues, for instance, of HIV and AIDS. Young people should not ignore this area. It's important for you to know your status before you commit yourselves to each other. It's important for you to go for testing, you know. The truth is in cases of maybe a positive partner, you know, the truth is there is a risk then of passing on to the other partner, maybe who is negative, or a challenge of saying you do want to have children. If you don't come out in the open with each other, both of you, to go for testing, if you don't come out in the open, it may affect generations. But what is important is to know that there are ways of minimizing the risk of infecting the other person, the risk of infecting a baby if you are to have babies. What is important is to get proper medical advice and proper medical counsel. It's very important. Also, it's important to note that being positive is not a death sentence. You know, one can continue to live longer as long as you have followed the counsel and the advice of medical uh, practitioners, medical personnel. It's very important. What we are really talking about here is the importance of being open with each other and not ignoring this area of your life. Even also when there's a, a condition of a, 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 a sickness or an illness that is uh, you one has had over the years and so forth, it's important to be open with your partner to say, you know what, uh, I've got this condition and so forth, so that someone is not shocked. Truth is very important as you lay a foundation for your relationship. Don't lay a foundation on lies. Uh Ephesians chapter 6 speaks of the belt of truth. So truth is very important as you lay a foundation for your love relationship. So it's very important. And you know what? It's, It's not good to be secretive. It's not good to be secretive about these issues. It's important to talk about these matters, to walk in agreement. Don't turn a blind eye on them. It's not right to be secretive again on this area, you know, with that understanding that also that there are many reasons why some people would find themselves in those situations. Not, uh, you know, it's not because someone always has been promiscuous, always and so forth. There are many reasons why someone might find themselves in that situation. But what we are saying here is it's important to be in the open with your partner. It's very important so that you know how to hang those issues, you know how to deal with them in your love relationship that leads to a marriage relationship. Remember we've been saying don't build on shaky foundations. Be a truthful person. If you build your relationship on lies, it will open other evil doors in your life. Also, another point is that let your pastors know in these instances, let your pastors know as this will help you with counseling and even the spiritual and emotional support that you need as an individual and all types of counseling that you need. Talk about these issues, young people. What if uh, the parents of the person, the other person gets to know that maybe there's a 
discordant, you are discordant uh, uh, partners. All this needs wise counsel, both spiritually from pastors and in the physical from health and professional experts. So it's important on this area, your health status, your health condition, if any you have, don't build your relationship on lies. It's important to be truthful and the truth sets us free always. The fourth and last thing under this category of domestic matters is family conditions. Some people do not have both parents. Some were raised by uncles. Some were raised by grandmothers and grandfathers. Some were raised by brothers. Some people have parents who depend on their children for survival. Some have parents who are well off. It's important to discuss those things as a young lady and a young man as you walk in your love relationship. Discuss about those issues. Know the background of your partner. Know where, how, who raised them. Those things have an adverse effect in many areas in the relationship, you know, and later on even in the marriage, you know. It's important to talk about family conditions. They affect, for instance, money issues, you know, they affect your traveling programs. They affect your family setup. Some people will even have people to stay with before they marry. You may be you are a young man, you are a young lady, or a young man, or your parents are both late. You've got your siblings, you are taking care of them, you are paying their school fees, you are doing this and that for them. Here comes a lady in your life. Talk about those things. What will we do when we marry? We need this is the my family condition. This is my family situation. Don't turn a blind eye on those things things. Don't want to discuss those things on the wedding day or when you are in in honeymoon and say, ah, by the way, I forgot to tell you that I stay with five of my siblings. My parents uh, passed on. No, 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 no. No shocking news, guys. No shocking news. We said no shocking news. Talk about those things because they have an adverse effect on your married life if you are to get married. Talk about them so that it's clear. For instance, the issue is will you be comfortable, for example, to stay with your beloved's young sister or young brother from day one after your wedding. Or you stay, will you be comfortable staying in your parents' house or the, the men's parents' house? It's very important to discuss those issues so that there are no shocking, uh, there is no shocking news, there are no shocking issues that keep on cropping up and so forth. So we said today that it's important that on domestic matters, you agree on where you will stay. Huh? Agree on where you will stay, locally, regionally, or internationally. Then secondly, we also say it's important to iron out on tribal differences or tribal inclinations as much as you can both be Christians. And we emphasize that, you know what, when we are Christians, our Christianity should override our tribal backgrounds and our tribal differences because we are Christians. We meet at the center, at the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we say that most of the things that are done in our cultures, as long as they don't have spiritual connotations or they are not contrary to the word of God, no problem. But let's not compromise because we want to be accepted. Let's uh, our, the plumb line of our life, our guideline must be the word of God. Then thirdly, we said it's important to talk on health issues. You have a health condition. Then we emphasized on the issue of knowing your status with regards to issues of HIV and AIDS because it is appearing on your family life in the years to come, in the in the time to come. We said be open with each other. Get wise uh, counsel from medical. Uh, uh, 
professionals from medical practitioners if there are discordant issues and so forth get wise counsel and we said also no that is not a death threat you can still continue to live longer if you are following what you are being advised and we also said that it's important for your pastors to know so that they'll give you the necessary support that you need spiritually, emotionally, and so forth. So it's very important. Then lastly, we say that talk about family conditions. How is your family background? Do your parents need your support full time? Do you have siblings that you are raising? Those are issues of contention that as a pastor I've seen over the years, as you talk to couples, there will there'll be fights over that because the issue was not talked about in the phase of the love relationship. Otherwise, it's less for us to say thank you. We hope these four issues on domestic matters will build, will help us build strong relationships because there is no secrets in our love relationships. Before we close, allow me to invite someone to receive the Lord Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. I want to, who is listening to me at this time, to, if you have never given your life to Christ, to say, Lord Jesus, I come before you realizing that I'm a sinner. Forgive me and wash me with your precious blood. I come before you. I want you to be the Lord and Savior of my life. Thank you for dying for me. In Jesus' name, amen. You've made the most important decision that you can ever make in your life. And it's very important. It will help you to have a strong love relationship because the Lord is your master and the Lord is your king. In Jesus' name, amen. Allow me to close. Father, we thank you today. We bless your name. We thank you for the teaching of your word. Lord, as we build foundational blocks for love relationships, help our brothers and sisters as they build on their love relationships. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, dear saints. We will meet again next week on Monday as we look at uh, working in agreement on financial matters. God bless you.